A lot of people say that they don't read the Bible because they don't understand it. And as a Christian, I feel like it's my duty to teach it to you. Welcome to the Ghetto Bible Tales. I'm your host, Jerrica, and here we talk about biblical and spiritual things in a comical yet understandable way. We're going to learn, but we're going to laugh too. So grab your Bibles and your sense of humor and get ready for this. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Jerrica, and I am back with yet another ghetto Bible tale. And today we're going to talk about Joseph. So get ready for this one. Before we can get into the story of Joseph, y'all already know how this goes. We must first discuss the rules of context. I have a video that is dedicated to the rules of context. I will link that video in the description box. Please go watch it. Rule number one is language. The Bible wasn't originally written in English. It was originally written in ancient Hebrew and ancient Greek. Keep that in mind whenever you're reading the Bible. Rule number two is history and culture. The history and culture of the Bible is of ancient Israel, not American culture, not England culture, not Indian culture, ancient Israel, please do not apply your modern day culture and rules to the Bible because it would not work. Rule number three is reading the Bible as a whole. Don't cut, copy, paste different bits and pieces of the Bible. Don't do that. Read it from the whole Genesis to Revelations beginning to end. Okay. The final rule of context is the Holy Spirit. In order to understand anything in this Bible, you must first Talk to the Lord your God and ask him to bestow his Holy Spirit upon you so that he can be a teacher and teach you how to read this book. Once you gain an understanding of the rules of context, we can proceed on in our story. Alright y'all, the story of Joseph happens across the latter parts of the book of Genesis. However, Joseph is a very, very long story. And if I were to sit here and tell y'all the whole story of Joseph, it would probably take you about two hours. So... Because of that very reason, the story of Joseph is going to be split into three parts, okay? So, this is part one. And part one starts in the book of Genesis, chapter 37. Alright? One of my goals with this story is to humanize the people of the Bible. We make the mistake of calling them characters. And if you believe that Christ is real, then you believe that every person that is mentioned in this Bible lived and breathed and walked God's green earth. So I want to humanize them and I want y'all to realize that they are not characters. These were real people of God. Just wanted to say that. Anyway, the story takes place in Genesis chapter 37 and that is where we meet Joseph. He is 17 years old at this point and he's the second youngest child of Jacob. Um, and uh, Jacob, aka Israel, um, and his mom's name is Rachel, um, and she died during childbirth of her and Jacob's second child, uh, Benjamin. So we all know history tells us that uh, Rachel was the woman that Jacob was in love with. He had four women, 
but she was the one that he was really in love with and because of his love for her he favored their children the most um and their children was joseph and benjamin jacob had 13 children between four women 13 or 14 i think it's 13 13 children 13 children between four women but out of all those children like i said his favorite was joseph and to show his love for joseph he made him a tunic of many colors so mistake number one for jacob i like to do this because i've done something on jacob before with his relationship with his children and his uh history of fatherhood I will link a video, link a dis link that video in the description box. Um, the one about J J Jacob's daughter, Dinah. But anyway, um, I want to highlight Jacob's mistake because he is the patriarch of his family and he is the head of this family. And I feel like a lot of things wouldn't have happened if he had been doing what he was supposed to be doing. So the the biggest mistake that Jacob made was that he favored. Joseph parental favoritism don't do that that causes division between your children that causes trauma to your children and honestly it is stupid how you gonna favor one of the other when all of them come from you like I think that's stupid and that is very irresponsible so if you're a parent do not do that and because of Jacob favoring Joseph in this manner, it caused hatred to brew within his family. Um, so the way it was, was basically, you know, with Joseph being Jacob's favorite, he never had to work a day in his life. He didn't have to work. And all the other brothers did. And that was one thing that really pissed them off. That's why they didn't like him. So basically, all the other boys had to work out in the field and this, that, and the third. And Jacob would send Joseph to like watch them and see what they doing. So basically, he was like an overseer of his older brothers. Because like I said, Joseph is the, the second youngest. So he's one of the young, young ones. And... He's not made to do any work. All the other boys are doing work. Meanwhile, he's standing over them, basically being an overseer. And he run back and report little stuff to Jacob, whatever they say and do that he feels out of line. So basically, he don't do no work and he a snitch. So of course, all the other children, all the other boys hate him. They hate him. Like, where I'm from, stitches get stitches. So I know they don't like him. And also, they dislike the fact that he was their dad's favorite. Like, they were jealous of him in a lot of ways and like I said this would not have come about if it wasn't for Jacob openly outwardly showing favoritism toward Joseph so Joseph was a dreamer and he had prophetic dreams often and whenever he had a dream he would tell everybody about it so so he had a dream his first dream was that they were all standing in a field of wheat and Joseph's sheaf of wheat stood upright while the brother's sheaf of wheat bowed down to his so basically you know he predicted his future status that so the dream was telling him that he was going to be over them and they were all going to bow to him like a little dummy he went and told that to his brothers and 
I don't know if Joseph is just naive or he just didn't realize how much his brothers actually hated him because they really did like him. And then you're going to go tell them a story of how you're going to be basically, oh, you had a dream that you're going to be over them and they're going to be bowing to you. Like, so mistake number two in this story is when Joseph shares his dreams because when God gives you something, you ain't got to, you ain't got to tell everybody. Move in silence. Everybody don't need to know your business. Everybody don't need to know what you're going to do. The Jesus himself said, don't let your left hand know what your right hand doing. Joseph should not have said nothing. He shouldn't even told his brothers, you know, what, what he dreamed about because it wasn't none of their business. But a part of me is like, a part of me kind of felt like Joseph was kind of being a little prideful because ain't no way he didn't know that they didn't like him. Ain't no way he didn't know that he was his daddy's favorite. Like he knew and he kind of rubbed their nose in it. After that, Joseph has another dream. And in this dream, he says that the sun, the moon, and the stars bowed to him. And this made everybody mad, including his daddy. The brothers was mad. The, the stepmamas was mad because his mama is dead. Um, and the daddy was mad. Everybody's mad. It was just like, who do you think you are? Dad? Everybody gonna be bowing to you. You ain't nobody. So once again, Joseph, Ron Hill, you know, beating on his chest and puffing his chest up, telling everybody that he gonna be this, that, and third. When he should just kept that to himself, in my opinion. The brothers, the next day, the brothers are going to uh, tend the flock of sheep. Uh... Uh, for those of you that don't know, Jacob's family have a lot. They, they're basically what's called a wealthy family back in the day. They had a lot of livestock, a lot of people, a lot of slaves. A lot of, they were rich, basically. So they had a lot of things that needed to be taken care of. And the boys, um, they went off to take care of the flocks or whatever. And, of course, Jacob sends Joseph behind to check on them to see what they're doing and make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing at the time they're supposed to be doing basically being their overseer so he going to be their supervisor the younger brother is supervising the older brothers so the the other ones they are in uh dothan i guess this is how you said it they're in dothan dothan so joseph went there as well and when the brothers saw him from afar, that's when they got the bright idea to kill him. <laughs> so they was like, we could just tell daddy that somebody killed him or a beast got him. Cause he's like, I guess he's like far away and they could see him like rolling up on a horse or whatever he riding on to get there. And they was like, you know what? This is the opportune moment for us to kill him. And we could just tell daddy that a beast got him while he was on the road. Reuben, who is the oldest of all the boys, he is Jacob's first child with uh, Rachel's sister. I think her name is Leah. The wife that God actually picked for Joseph. I mean, for Jacob. But anyway, Reuben, who is the oldest of all Jacob's kids, he was like, you know, we don't need to kill him. We could just, you know, put him in a hole and just leave him there and let him die. So Reuben didn't want any bloodshed. He just wanted to, you know, just put Joseph in a hole and then we just leave him down. But, but what the other brothers didn't know was 
Ruben didn't want Joseph to die. So what he was going to do was he was going to convince them to put Joseph in a pit and they was going to lead him there and Reuben was going to turn around and come back and get Joseph and bring him home. That was what Reuben formulated in his mind as the plan that he thought was going to work was that, oh, I can just convince the brothers not to kill him and then, you know, I'll just come back and get him. That's what he thought was going to work. Um, so the brothers agreed to throw him in a pit, right? So they 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 snatch his clothes off of him and they throw him in the pit and then they sat down and ate like they they had a little picnic while he sitting in the pit Y'all saw that like of gun. No more, baby. Judah was the one that suggested that they kill Joseph. And Reuben was the one that was like, nah, I don't kill him. We just gonna throw him in a pit and leave him there to die. And Reuben left. I don't know if I mentioned that, but he left. The other ones sat down to eat. And while they sitting there eating, some people rolled by. And Judah, again, lock the name down in your head. Judah says, ding, 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 ding. I mean, let's make some money off of him. Judah decide, let's sell Joseph into slavery. They sell Joseph to the Arabs for 20 shekels. I don't know how much that is. That don't sound like a lot to me. Because it's like... 10 of them. 10? I think it's 10 of them. Yeah. It's 10 of them because it's one girl. Yeah, I think it's 10 of them. Well, 9 because Reuben left. So it's 9 of y'all. Is 20 shekels even enough to split between 9 people? I don't know. But they sold a broker into slavery. For 20 shekels. So they sold him and then they left. Reuben comes back because, like I said, his plan was for Joseph not to die. So he convinced them to throw him in a pit and then he was gonna come back and get him and take him home. So when Reuben come back, he looked down in the pit. Ain't no Joseph. And he was like, you know how they, you know how them old school men did in the Bible, you know, they ripped their clothes. <sighs> so he ripped his clothes and that is when the brothers come up with the perfect cover up plan, which is to take the tunic that Jacob made for Joseph, dip it in goat blood and take it home and tell their dad that um, he was murdered by some beast and they can't find the body. So Joseph is sold to Potiphar to Potiphar and he's a slave and that is the end 
of part one on our study of Joseph. Now, we I want to kind of highlight Joseph's pride and Jacob's mistakes because um because when most people read the story about Joseph, they say, well, he didn't do nothing wrong. I feel like there was a bit of pride in him uh, bragging to his brothers about his dreams and then how he was already the favorite child and he was elevated and uplifted above them. And I kind of feel like he was being a little snobby. And that really, really pushed the hatred of his brothers. And, and I want to reiterate Jacob's mistake because I feel like Jacob should not have shown favoritism toward Joseph because that created a divide within his family. Them other kids hated him. They hated Joseph. And you know the hate had to be so deep that they they plotted to kill him. And like only one of them was like, nah, we shouldn't kill him. But all of them collectively were like, I hate that dude and I want him to die. Like, you know how much division you had to cause within your family to make your children hate um, hate each other that bad. And I know, and you can, if you read a lot of Genesis, you will see Jacob's favoritism toward Joseph and them. Because I remember back in the earlier part of Genesis when he was going to, um meet his brother he was scared so what he did was he put the other families on the front line so basically that they would die first if somebody was attacked they would die first and he put jacob i mean he put joseph and rachel in the back because i don't think benjamin was born yet but he put joseph and rachel in the back and he put leah and her kids in the front then he put he put the other two uh, serving, serving maidens and their kids like behind them so so that his favorites would get get killed last and be able to get away. Like Jacob, Jacob's mistake is that he even showed favoritism towards Joseph. And that created this divide within his family where everybody else in the family freaking hate Joseph because of how much Jacob loved him. I ain't saying that that hatred is justified but what I'm saying is him as a, a patriarch and the head of a family and the head of a household should have never openly showed favoritism like that. And not only that, he didn't make he didn't make Joseph work. Joseph didn't work at all. So all them other boys are out there working in the ground, in the fields, tilling the ground. And then uh, he appoints Joseph over them to supervise them and snitch on them if they do something wrong you are further creating a divide and you are making your children hate each other and i just feel like that was the biggest mistake that jacob could have ever made and now while we own the the topic of who made mistakes i feel like joseph was a tad bit snobby i think that there is no way he was naive to the fact that his brothers was jealous of him there was no way that he was naive to the fact that he he was treated differently. There's no way. There's no way he received gifts when the other the other brothers didn't get nothing like that. There is no way that he didn't know. I, I really don't think that he, I think that he know, knew. And I think that he wanted to, cause come on, all of us have younger siblings that'll do something that irk your nerves on purpose. So I just kind of feel like 
him even telling his brothers them dreams about how he gonna be over over them and all of that i feel like that was a tad bit snobby and prideful coming from him so i mean he ain't all the way like because most people like to say he ain't do nothing i just do i feel like he did kind of foster the hate a little bit just a little bit because joseph could easily say well dad i can work the field too no 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 ain't never say that he just went out there to oversee the other ones but anyway, that is part one. Please tune in for part two of Joseph's story. But thank you for watching this video. If you like this video, please like, comment, and subscribe. I'm on all social media pages at Ghetto Bible Tales. Um, if you want to request a story, you can leave a comment on this video. Or you can go to GhettoBibleTales.com and leave a request there. Until next time. Deuces. Thanks for tuning in. All Ghetto Baba Tale episodes are posted on YouTube simultaneously in video format. You can follow Ghetto Baba Tales on all social media pages at Ghetto Baba Tales. You can also head on over to GhettoBibleTales.com and request a story or topic that you wish for me to discuss on the show. Once again, this has been your host Jerrica and this has been the Ghetto Bible Tales. Ghetto Bible Tales.